Hey guys, welcome back to the Ruben Tank Podcast. Um, it's great for you guys checking in. Uh, I'm joined again with my partners, David and Sergio. And today we're going to be talking about uh, high school jobs. Um, and, and, you know, just different stories about high school jobs, anything that we might have actually gained from those jobs, and just like the experience in general. Uh, and so for me to start off, um, well, I've actually had a couple jobs uh, as, a, as a Boy Scout camp counselor. So I don't know if you guys can really count. Do you guys count like that as a job, like a counselor yeah, for Boy sure. Scout? So, I mean, they have a lot of like responsibility. At the same time, they have to make sure, you know, like the kids are happy, the scouts are happy and stuff like that, you know. So I do, I do. I think I was like 15. No, no, yeah, dude, I think that's fine. I, yeah. think, I think a lot of people just really think of traditional jobs and like that's not the only job you can have. Like mm-hmm. you had duties and you had responsibilities mm-hmm. and you took away a lot of skills away from that. So as far as mm-hmm. I go, that's a freaking job, man. That's true. Okay, so then yeah, I've I've had I've had camp counselor jobs. Um, you know, it's funny. Like literally, like, every time we go to those summer camps, like we'll, we'll we'll say like, oh, I'm a counselor, and then we talk about like our other things outside of Boy Scouts, and like, oh, like my real job is this. I work mm-hmm. for this like, I work for Subway. And, like my real job is this. I mean, I just thought it was interesting. That's why I was like, do you guys think it's a real job? Though? No, okay. Did you I think you work at Subway. Or? No, I didn't work at. No, 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 I didn't work at Subway. No, no, no. He's saying the other people that was in the uh, the council yeah. saying that. Oh, like okay. my real job. Did you, did you guys ever go to summer camps? Yeah, actually, like um, I actually. Did you go to CCC? <laughs> yeah. You went to CCC? Yeah. So what's funny is um, I went to CCC. I volunteered at CCC every summer for two years. Yeah. And. Uh, I'm, uh, every year, there's always, you know, some kind of girl that, you know, that I, I was interested in. And, you know, we just hit, out, hit it out pretty good. I don't, I don't understand. I thought you had a girlfriend. I would, well, okay, that was, that, was, that was before that, you know, come on. So when did you go to CCC? When you were, like, a middle schooler? No, nah, when I was, uh, I think I was 16 years old. Yeah, like, beginning of high school. And, and for those of you who don't know, CCC is Chinese, commu- Chinese Community Center. Community Center? Yeah. And so it's like a summer camp thing? Yeah, so it's, it's like a summer camp, you know, it's paid by weekly, you know, so, like, Parents, um, you know, the fact that they can't have their kids at home, so they pay roughly, I believe it was, uh, it was $200 for the whole week. That includes, you know, that's from 6, 7 o'clock in the morning till uh, 5 o'clock at night, right? That yeah. includes um, food, morning, and lunch, and snacks in the afternoon. At the same time, every Tuesdays, right, uh, they take them to, you know, like a field day. So it could be like the Moody Gardens, right, in uh, Galveston, or it could be uh, Silverbaum, uh, what's it called? We did also did like you know museum stuff like that just so for the kids yeah, to kind of go out. Yeah, y'all were doing stuff. Dude. No, Wait, they were. Or, did you guys also like learn stuff? Like so, they... as a volunteer, right? You actually um, you can work there as well. So as a volunteer, you actually just um, like you help out the teachers, you know, which they were getting paid. Okay, so no, so the students, so the kids who like paid to be there, they were getting taught. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Either in like they have, they do like um, four subjects: English, math, science, and then they have PE as well. So okay, it's, yeah. It's like it's like a school, you know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the grade it was anything from kindergarten, so I guess you could say six, seven years old, all the way up to like I mean like like middle school. So it's really for them to kind of I guess have another. Um, class like another class outside of you know like the public school but at the same time it was it was more focused on like you know like the, the the activities more of like yeah. other kids having fun you know yeah um but it was definitely a great experience i volunteered two years in a row like every year i think i would volunteer like 300 hours just my whole summer is there you know and like i said earlier like i mean honestly it's a great experience for you to meet more people even as a volunteer you learn about you know you learn more about like you know just how um how non-profit organizations are run and then also uh, you, okay. just, you just get to be more like you know 
I guess more sociable in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. I, I, I did a camp like like that too, but like as a participant. And yeah, it, it kind of sucked. I mean, it was fun, but like, <laughs> you know, I, I remember like that's how I learned long division. Yeah. I, 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 I very vividly remember learning long division at that Asian summer camp. <laughs> Wait, was Lisa your, the... I didn't, I didn't go to CCC. It was, oh. like this other, it was like this separate one. It was like a private oh, okay. private thing. Um, okay, okay. But it was like they had a swimming pool. Um, Dang, so you were the rich boys when you were young. Nah, bro, not even. <laughs> um, but yeah, sir, did you go to any summer camps? Uh, no, man, so uh, unlike these other two here, I can't really relate because I'm not Asian. So I didn't <laughs> what go to mean? any Asian camps. But I mean, regardless of that being said, I actually no, didn't go to any other <laughs> summer camps. Dang. So what do you do in the summers? Me in the summers, dude, I, mean, I would just hang out. And, like, I mean, yeah, I, I had two jobs that I was working in high school. For sure. Okay. What, you, you what know, was it? it? It's, it's so, like, before we go into, like, those jobs, I'm just like, you know, it, it really is interesting, like, like the, the like, the culture differences. Yeah. Because, like, the a- a- Asians, it was, like, even though summer started, it was, like, I was still sent to school. Yeah. Like, I was getting taught shit. Definitely. Right. And it was, like, that was my summer. Like, I didn't really have, like, an actual summer break. Like you always have to like for yes. in Asian culture, you always have to learn. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's summer, or winter break. Yeah, like you know, yeah. there's there's no rest. I had to do Kumon. <laughs> yeah, that, that sucked. Like, and when I go home, I like you do more study. I mean, this is like a topic for another day. Like the <laughs> Asian parenting, man, that's a whole another discussion. That is, but I think we're getting derailed off the topic of of summer sure. jobs. Yeah, I, no, I didn't want to say still either way on the topic. Um, I mean. Even then, I feel like Asian cultures and Hispanic cultures do have a lot in common. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, here I go derailing again. So, back on the summer jobs, uh, David, is there any yeah. uh, jobs that you did in high school? So, like, uh, in high school, uh, I think my first summer job would be uh, this this dessert cafe, right, called New Cafe. And um, okay. that was my first actual job. So, it was, I believe, my freshman. So, it was my freshman year of... Um, uh, of of high school, right? It was right after volunteer for two two year, two summer in a row. Uh, I decided to work there. It was a good experience, you know. I was making tapioca, making uh, like shaved ice, and uh, uh, basically you get an ice, you shave it up into little small pieces, and then you, you can put like this like anything on it, like sweets, right? Oreos, crumbs, yeah. boba, mochi, uh, any like just just like. I guess any syrup, you know, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Honestly, it was diabetes, but, you know, people like oh. that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, I did that. Um, everything was good, but I just felt like, you know, like, it was... I didn't drive at the time, so my mom was taking me back and forth, and it was a hassle. Uh, so, after the summer, I just kind of ended it, you know. I was like, you know, I, let me just get a job closer to work, cut closer to school, uh, to, to my house, you know. Uh, and that's where I actually went work, uh, started working for a main event, entertainment. It was definitely a good experience, but before that, let me just get back to Ruben. We can talk about you know my work experience after that. Did you have? Did you ever yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like for for jobs, uh, I mean outside of like the Boy Scout stuff, um, the, the the only other real job I had was working for HS Green, uh, which is this like privately owned restaurant. Uh, I, I've kind of mentioned it um, in another podcast, uh, but I worked for HS Green. We opened up in January of twenty sixteen, so I was one of the original employees, um, and you know. I it was my senior year of high school, so right after school, I would drive, and I'd I'd go to work as a cashier. I eventually became the barista, uh, and I loved the I loved the restaurant, man. It was a lot of fun. I made good money. Yeah. You know, I I think you know when you're in high school, like the stereotypical jobs, like you work in retail or you work in a restaurant, yeah, and you you get you get paid <laughs> like tips, 
And that's like the very stereotypical high school job. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know that one thing that I, I do believe that with the fact that you, you go through like the, you know, the retail jobs, the, uh, the restaurant jobs, you really, you are, you're a different person. You learn how to yeah. be patient. You learn how yeah. to take negative feedbacks, oh, you, for sure. you know, stuff like that. I feel like that built, that builds characters, you know, like yeah. people that doesn't go through that. I'm not saying they're not going to, they don't learn it, but it's just for them there. It's harder for them to actually realize and understand patient mm-hmm. and how customer service is really, you know? Dude, yeah, no, it, it, you get, like, customers, they'll come up and they'll, like, they, they bitch at you and, like, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong. And I'm a cashier and I'm, like, okay, like, I apologize, I'm sorry, it's messed up, like, I really don't have too much, like, a power over this. I can't, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, what can I do? And yeah. so it's, like, you know, now every time I go out to eat, I'm always conscious of, like, how I treat my waiters, how I oh, treat the exactly. servers. Because I understand how it feels, like, to be in their position. Like, I'll tip them because, you know, when I was in their shoes, you know. Sometimes like I didn't get tips and it kind of sucks because uh-huh. you know that that's your livelihood. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, I haven't worked in the food industry before as well. And for you know people listening, I worked at Panera Bread. I can definitely like you know understand that. And, you know, I'd be working dining room and like you know I, I'd have all these people complain and like oh like I don't like my food or I think this is crap or like I want a refund and stuff and it's just really like you know. What, how, how is any of that my fault? You know, exactly. I, I, I didn't make the food. I, I, I'm not the cashier. Like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's always I have to take the flack for the food not being right or they want refunds. And the truth yeah. is I don't really have any power of that. Yeah. I'm just there to make sure that they're happy with everything, you know, and I bring their orders out and stock all the drinks and do that. Yeah. But no, definitely, I, I, I can definitely relate to that for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, just like you said, you know, like a lot of things that happened in Russia, I worked at a sushi place. Uh, some people will literally go in and just complain for no reason, yeah. you know, or stuff like, you know, they'll complain after eating like almost all the food and complain that the food wasn't good. But as a restaurant, you kind of have to honor it, like kind of give them a free meal. And it's just, it's just, it's a sad part about the society, how people do that. Yeah, they, they um, take advantage of exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. you know, but it's definitely, it's, <laughs> but it's the fact that honestly, like, like we understand how it feels to be on the other side, you yeah. know. And when we come into restaurants, when we go into like yeah. bars, retail, mm-hmm. we, we we sympathize over them, you know. And that's the biggest thing, you know. I mean, it doesn't matter where you have money later on, but when you can't sympathize and be able to, you know, uh, treat people how you want to be treated, then it is. I mean, I don't care how rich you are, you know. You 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 yeah, you, you're bad. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a, like an excellent point about how working in in this kind of industry, yeah. the skills translate. Or, you know, your ability to empathize, as, as David put it, with other people, I think is one of the greatest assets you could have going in later on life. Uh, it's just that ability to empathize and sympathize with people. Um, you, you know, there's like this whole mantra in, in, in the industry where it's like the customer is always right. And yeah. I completely disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. Completely disagree with that. You know, as of lately, I think, you know, I, I see some like videos on Facebook where it's like someone will record like a like a conversation or like an incident happening, mm-hmm. and it's the manager fighting back. Yeah, yeah and it makes me so happy to see like a manager standing up for their employees. Because then, they, do you feel like the manager just lost his job? That's the thing, man. You really don't know, but I, I, I like that, that's the hope. It's like as more and more people like begin to warm up yeah. to the idea that the customer's not always right, then I think we'll be headed in a better direction. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, I kind of want to ask this, and this is, I guess, a personal opinion, but I'll throw it out there to see how y'all feel about it. Uh, I've kind of always had the opinion that I think everybody should work in the food industry at least once in their life so that they can understand, like, what those people go through, you know? And, like, it's kind of once you're in that position, you understand the respect that you have to have and that you have to treat people with because, 
you know, I, I think that would change how people feel towards the food industry. That's actually a very interesting discussion. I, was, I, was, I don't know if you guys like follow politics, but I was watching the presidential town hall last night. And one of the questions or one of the candidates, he's saying, I believe that every American should serve in the military. Because yeah. not, not necessarily like a draft, but like in some way where you serve your country. Because yeah. it instills like, you know, it, it reminds you like, hey, like I'm an American. Like I have this sense of like freedom that I should fight for. Um, and also it's like it levels the playing field because right now when you – most people in the military are typically like poor Americans who like mm. need the military to pay for college. Yeah, that's you know, true. You know, Ivy League kids, they don't go to military. They don't need – But yeah. back no, in the no day, way. back in the day, if you went to an Ivy League school, it was expected you serve in the military. Uh-huh. Like John F. Kennedy, all of the older presidents served in the military mm. because it was expected. Like if you come from a rich family – it was expected you give back to the military, and yeah. like there's like it's, it's sort of changed now, where it's like if you're rich, you can av- like look, you, know, avoid it. you yeah. can avoid the draft, or you can yeah, avoid absolutely. serving in the military. And so what this candidate is saying is like everyone should serve in the military because it makes everybody equal. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're rich, it doesn't matter if you're poor. Like you're gonna be there supporting the supporting the uh, America, the country. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a unique. Um, uh, I thought that was a unique thing, maybe for a later discussion. Um, just talk about politics. Yeah, we can um, definitely. It would be super cool. But uh, just like for closing thoughts on on summer jobs, I know we kind of went around everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like summer jobs are fun. Like when I look back on my time in high school working at HS Green, like honestly, it was fun. It's and, memories and memories and dude, like I don't know about your restaurant or but like I could eat like free food all the time. Oh yeah, definitely. You, this, you, but the thing is, you don't get fat though because you're always working. Yeah, so it's yeah, like you're burning yeah. calories and you're eating. I can't relate. Bro. I can't relate. <laughs> what you mean? Or I know you're like skinny as fuck. Yeah, you're skinny. Yeah, 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 you're right. Maybe it's because you quit working yeah. at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but definitely though, we can definitely um, talk about it yeah. at the next uh, podcast. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the meantime, thanks guys for tuning in to the uh, the Ruben Tank podcast. Uh, once again, I'm I'm joined with David and Sergio. I think um, for the majority of my podcasts, uh, they'll probably be on with me. Um, you know, they, like there's some good friends of mine. We're both in the Wolf Center for Entrepreneurship Program and uh, different backgrounds and unique stories. And I think they offer a lot of value. Uh, just be on the lookout for some new podcasts I have uh, coming up. But in the meantime, take care, everybody. Bye bye.